Weekly Video Game Podcast. In this episode, we'll be going over uh, the future of console video games. Uh, yeah, where's it going? But uh, first, I'm Ben. I'm Will. I'm Anthony. And I'm Andrew. What? <laughs> Crazy, dude! That dude, was so interesting. You're, yeah, what you just did. What, <laughs> I am interesting, Andrew. What up? <laughs> what? what have you been playing? What have I been Andrew? playing? Yeah. Uh, you know, Sims Four. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> did you get to the island part yet? The DLC that you bought? No, because apparently that was not fifty percent off. Every other DLC was fifty percent off, except for that one. So and I'm have... not paying forty bucks for oh. a DLC pack. Wow, forty for a DLC? Yeah, okay, it that's creates a whole a, thing. It creates like a whole new part of the game, so it's it gives you a couple animals. Yeah, <laughs> animals. What? It gives you a, like a new wall or something. Yeah, lets you ha- let you put it. lets you put armor on your horse. It doesn't even yeah. turn it into Legos. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> not this time. <laughs> Lego Horizon, uh, and then. I promptly stopped because... Because um, it's The Sims. And it's The Sims. And you're just like, wow, this is a waste. Yep, that's why. That's <laughs> definitely... A lot of people love def- The Sims. I definitely know, I why know. I stopped playing The Sims, and it definitely was not because I poured about five hours each night into the game. Um, and so then I picked up Hollow Knight again and started playing that, and that was pretty much the majority of what I played. That game's still really hard. It makes me really mad. Um, but I keep, I keep chucking along on it. And then today I was playing, uh, I don't remember. Stardew Valley. Finally Mm. picked it up. Uh, I, dangerous. I picked it up and I was like, where am I? And it was like, oh, you're about to get married. And I was like, okay. And got married. And then that's why I did. Yep. Andrew got married today. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a good day. That's why. Looking forward to meeting Miss Cooper. Penny Cooper. (laughs) Penny Cooper. But oh, you did Penny. Okay. Yeah. I did when Leah the first one. And then got divorced. And then <laughs> the second time around. Brand new life, life actually. What about you, Anthony? So I also picked up Hollow Knight. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say Sims 4. Uh, and I hate it with every bone <laughs> in my body. <laughs> and it's not because it's hard. I no, actually I respect the heart of it. It's the fact that the second we started and that first platforming you're in, uh-huh. I hate the jumping controls. Yes. Where you have to feather how hard you hit the A. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I hate it is like in Mario, don't get me wrong, you hold down A, you jump farther. In a lot of other games, there has been hold down this, that. But the first time you hit the A is not your standard jump. So that first platform you're, you're supposed to jump on, in most video games, you just tap A and you would make it to that platform. Mm-hmm. Not so with this. No. And then literally from that point on, like it was just literally that just soured everything about the game for me. I played it for about an hour. I had there was moments of fun. I liked the the combat of it and then how you heal and but like I couldn't get over the platform part of it. How far like, did you get? I got past I not I don't know if he would be called the first boss. There's the mother that then when you kill him he sprouts out and all that stuff. That's the first mini boss. Yeah. The first mini boss, and then I found like the train station. I found mm-hmm. a couple other different things. Did you fight the Iron Knight? No, I okay. didn't get to. I didn't get to the first boss. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I literally stopped and I uninstalled it. I was like, I'm good. I know. Yeah. I never. I know why people like that game, and like, I'm not saying it is a bad game. It's yeah. just one of those games. Like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't. 
it didn't get me like a Dark Souls or a Sekiro where I wanted to be invested more in the world yeah. personally. But I told like when you talk about it, Ben, I totally see why people love that game. Like mm-hmm. I I see why uh, how people play it and they're like, man, this is really good. I I totally understand. I get it. So it's just it wasn't for me. So that jumping is actually part of a one of the bosses. Like you have to time Stab that me jump in my face uh, perfectly because he falls to the ground and shoots like a wave of like a shock wave at you and it's like there's something about the game where it's the first time i've experienced the whole the more you keep fighting the bosses the easier it becomes because you start recognizing things where i think it does a better job than dark souls because dark souls has that element of oh his hitbox is ridiculous and you got nicked by something and now you're dead and the the third dimension kind of changes changes it up because yeah. you could be anywhere in the map and you could choose them with the map. Yeah, yeah, and totally. and it's just the the whole aspect of like they're going to do this thing and I can bypass it by doing this. I got to a point where there was a boss where I started, I instantly died, and then I got to the point where he didn't touch me once the entire fight because I was able to yeah. predict. Well, I pl- I've played yeah. like Salt and Sanctuary, which is a two D Dark Souls. Like and I really enjoyed. Yeah, it's like, literally so, just the platform. Yeah, it was the platforming yeah. that kind of. Well, and also didn't help that literally the other game I started playing this week was Ori and the Blind Forest. Okay, oh, and cool. the platforming in that is incredible. excellent. Yeah, I love the movement. Yeah. I love the world. I it, like it's 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 really really well yeah. done, and I'm looking forward to continuing so you to play that. Two games that have the very similar art style. Yeah, totally, and that's and that it didn't help. Like literally, I started Ori, and I was like, "This is pretty cool." Mm-hmm. And then Hollow Knight was sitting there. It was on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I was like. You know what? Ben said really good stuff about it. The new one's coming out. I'll give it a shot. See what it feels like. Because Ori was nice, but again, it was one of those games where I'm like, not right now, but I'm keeping yeah. it installed because I know I'm going to go back to it. Like, I really liked it. Um, and I was like, let's see how Hollow Knight is. And then, like, I literally played, I, like, stopped playing Ori and booted up Hollow Knight. Okay. And I was just like, this, yeah. it just felt wrong to yeah. me playing it. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'll come back around on Hollow Knight or we'll mm, see. Maybe, maybe not. If you if you don't like that, then yeah. you don't um, like that. And it's funny the, comparing those two. They're both indie, but I feel Ori would be like a Disney company making it, and Hollow Knight would be uh, like a Don Bluth making totally. it. Totally. Uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually a really good uh, analogy there. Um, for, I also started playing a game called Runer, which is awesome. This game is awesome. So cool. Um, so it is a top-down isometric twin shooter. Okay. Uh, twin, twin stick, stick shooter. shooter. Yeah. Um, it is cyberpunky. Like in the future, it's like Neo Toki, uh, oh. dystopian <laughs> Neo Toki, Neo Toki, Neo Toki Yo, uh, dystopian where like your character has this um, like TV, not TV screen, it's not a TV screen, it's like this cool motorcycle mask, but imagine instead of the visor, it's like a television screen okay. kind of a thing. So like everything he's thinking or saying like comes over on the screen, um, and that you're like part cyberkinetic. So, like, you're basically your mind, the opening part of the game is your mind was wiped and, and hacked by someone to go kill someone. Like, you're, the, like, this ace agent. And then um, another nice lady, like, breaks into the system, unhacks you, and, like, breaks you out. And now the whole, your whole goal is to go back and fight him and, like, find your son, I do believe it is. Um, it has awesome music in it, mm-hmm. like, that kind of that cyberpunky 80s neo synthwave. synthwave. Yeah. Um, is really well done. Also, can't the combat is like fast and fluid. Like you pick up this weapons, and it has this really really cool mechanic. I lot I like a lot where it is 
So yes, it's a twin stick shooter, but your main fighting is melee combat. Like you have a lead pipe that you have and you can pick up like katanas and then combo those into picking up guns. Um, where when you defeat someone who has a gun, you can pick up their gun and use it, and everyone's gun, everyone else's gun is more powerful than your base gun. Um, but at the end of every major fight, a um, decomposer, not decomposer, deconstructor flies down, and for every gun you didn't use, it eats and then spits out experience points and then a high-level weapon. So it's this goal of, like, I'm in this hard area. How far can I go without picking up a weapon? Because the farther I go without using someone else's weapon, the more experience points and cool thing I'll get at the end of it. Um, and then is that a weapon you can carry over in the next level? Yeah, you can hold on to it until okay. its durability wears off. Okay. But it's not like Zelda where it wears off in like, you know, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Like you actually use it for a substantial amount of time okay. and, then it, and then it goes away. Also, the boss fights are really, really cool and they're original and I like them quite a bit. Also, has the cool like Mad Maxi uh, Blade Runner where everyone has an awesome name like war saw or you know what i'm saying like yeah. each major character has like a, a really cool name around it that game was freaking awesome i totally suggest it. again games pass pick it up um and then i played and beat oxen free which may be one of my favorite games i've played in a long time i've seen the stuff for that yes yeah, so this, it is it's only I've about four or stuff. five it's only about four or five hours it is a 2d 2.5d um how do I put this? It's it's kind of like a Telltale game in a way where the idea is that you play this character named Alex and it starts out on this this boat heading to this island and you're there with um, your best friend, kind of. He's kind of annoying a little bit, but he's your, from what it seems like, his best friend's name's Rin. And then, and then you're there with your now new brother-in-law named uh, Jen. <clears throat> Jan? I don't know. Anyways, um... He, uh, your mom, I'm sorry, your dad and his mom got together after your brother died. Okay. Um, and that's kind of like the main part of the story. And then now he was obviously the son of the mom who got married. And he's kind of like this weird thing. Like the first thing you talk about to him is that he may have served time in prison and like this weird stuff, but they're all in high school and they're going to go meet on a beach, build a big fire, get drunk and smoke pot and everything like that. But then what happens is that um, you get this transistor radio or this handheld radio that um, they find out that in this area of the cave, you can hit certain wavelengths and then you can start like weird stuff starts happening. Then you like literally open a portal for ghosts to come in and then stuff happens. I don't want to spoil too much mm-hmm. um, because you should absolutely 110% play this game. It is, oh, man, it was, it it felt like a, like a movie that I would just had such a fun time experiencing and that it has like different endings depending on what happens. And I talked to Ben on it and Ben's like, I got the best ending. There's things that you can by accident, by accident. (laughs) So I actually, people call it the best ending because really, really good things happens, but I completely disagree. The ending I got is the ending I wanted. I was so happy with how it ended because it, it has to do with choice and the way I left things happening. It was like, I know bad things happen or I let bad things still happen that I was okay with it because knowing that how I left them, I was pretty happy about it. Okay. Is the gameplay like uh, based on dialogue choices? Yes, it's just dialogue okay. choices. And it, they did a remarkable job with the fluidity of the dialogue. Like 
they can be talking over each other at points. Yeah, you can interrupt. Like, and- like it doesn't feel like a video game where like they talk, then you talk, then they talk. Like it's like the speech bubbles are happening and like the audio conversation is going and then you input what you want to say and sometimes you can just say nothing. Yeah, so there's, there's three options and it's either the, I play it on Xbox, X, Y, or B button and the bubbles are assorted in that way. There's one to the left, one above, and one to the right. And you press the corresponding button. But the thing is, is that you'll hear enough of the person talking for you to respond. But if you hit it right away, as soon as you see it, which you're accustomed to doing video games, you'll interrupt them. Oh. And like your character starts talking and then you lose, you know, <gasps> and you're just like, a yeah. And then sometimes people will start talking. But the other thing is, is if you wait too long, then your options fade. So like it hmm. turns in this, do I want to say something? Do I don't want to say anything? And yeah, you have to be slightly impulsive or yeah. decisive. And it has these this really cool um, time travel element to it. I don't want to spoil too much into that. That like there's a moment at the end of the game you're just like, oh, that's awesome. You know, with the mirror, mm-hmm. which it's you're just like, oh, that's really really cool. Uh, so I found out for you is that that's actually other people's choices. Yeah, that yep. comes through through the mirror. Yeah. That's yeah. like so. Uh, the game is really cool. I wish you two would play it because I think you both would really, really like it. It's only four hours. Oxen free. Oxen free. If you guys ever play it and we can actually like talk about it one of these times mm. on this episodes, so I think it would be worth a, a just a quick five mm. minute discussion. What did we choose? What did people think? Kind of a thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's it's really well done. Is it on Game it. Pass? Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Okay. Um, the other thing that was really exciting is that um, Ben, I texted Ben at it. I was like, oh, holy crap, this is really good, man, because I remember him playing it. And he's like, yeah. He's like, they're about to do the game about um, having a drinking. You're trying to out yeah, drink, drink the devil. The devil. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> what game is that? And he's like, oh, it's After Party. And I was like, oh, I've seen the thing. Oh, that's them. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for After Party. And then now after playing Oxenfree, I'm just that much more excited. That so was the E3 thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the studio, the developer's name is Night School Studio. Hmm. And literally all they've done is Oxenfree. They've done like one other small little thing, but their next game is After Party and that's it. So I'm I'm super super excited for this their next game and theirs and what they do in the future just because of how well the game was uh, put together. I did hear if you played it at launch, there was a lot of bugs and other things that could have impacted your experiences. I didn't get any. Yeah, but for now, I mean, now I played it two years after it came out. It's I did I did launch and I didn't yeah. get anything too so bad. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. So I definitely play with the controller. You can play it on PC. I've heard multiple people say that because there's certain elements that. Um, you have to, you have to go to these, um, recording like tape players and you have to like play the music at a certain frequency and that revolves around you turning your stick in Mm. a certain frequency. But a lot of times, like in mini games, when it's like, Hey, turn your stick, you're like, go as fast as you can. But if you do this, you go too fast and the music or whatever it is, you'll never get it to the level that you're trying to play it at. And I heard people who play with mouse, you have to like move your mouse around in a circle or use the the scrolly wheel and it isn't quite as tight as if you, you did yeah. it with the stick. So just a little suggestion for there. And finally, I'm doing it, Andrew. It's happening. Which are three? Stardew Valley? It's No, it's happening. I have a month and a half <laughs> where work has now taken, football is now on pause. I do, I help out with workouts in the morning and I only go to school twice a week. So this is the time before my son is born in a month and a half. The Witcher Three, freaking <laughs> doing it. I'm dedicating my life to it. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm putting it all on the line. So just be prepared. It's for now that. or never. For yeah, like, it's, literally, it, it, it legitimately yeah. is now or never. If I don't play it now, 
before Cyberpunk, I will never play it. This is my and this is my last chance. And I've started this game six or seven times, <laughs> and I'm ready. It's time. It's happening. So just be prepared for me to talk about The Witcher for the next. And if it doesn't happen, then it's not your game. It's fine. No, no, no. But it <laughs> is can, my game. It wasn't meant to be. Ben, ben, it's fine. You this can, game will be mine. You, it doesn't have to be a chore. Games are supposed to be fun. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. Is every time I play this game, it's really, really exciting. It's just sometimes it's being paralytic by the amount of stuff you can do has mm-hmm. always stopped me from continuing. Where I've now, like, I played Ox, like the last five games I played have all been, you know, three to eight hour experiences with, um, same. Titanfall 2, Oxenfree, Portal, and it's just like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I'm happy I beat like five or six games because up to that point I hadn't beaten a game in a very long time. But now I'm like, okay, I've beaten a bunch of games. I'm ready to dive head deep into a world that I want to be in because I so badly want to be a part of that Witcher <laughs> world and I love it so much. Is It's just, again, it's that sometimes being overwhelmed. And I don't know if you felt this way, Andrew, or Ben, about Assassin's Creed with Assassin's Creed Odyssey where... Um, yeah. A lot of time leading up to Assassin's Creed, they are well. Assassin's Creed is a bit like Odyssey. It does gatekeep you, like you have to do the tedious stuff. While in Witcher Three, you can just skip. Yeah, it all. You, you, it's all optional. But the idea of that up to that point, outside of Origins, which is a longer game, you can get sixty hours or more out of it. Odyssey. No, I mean Origins, you can get sixty hours. Odyssey, you can put in a hundred or whatever. Okay. What I mean is, up to Origins, a majority of the Assassin's Creed games are at most a twenty to thirty hour experience, yep. kind of condensed, and like it isn't as overwhelming as opposed to Odyssey. Not only a gate keeps you uh, or gate kept you is that there's just so much yeah. in the game that sometimes those games can be overwhelming, mm-hmm. even though you can pump a ton of time into games like Stardew Valley or. I almost got fail seal. I was I was so oh, close. Really? I was really really close. I'm like I'm either gonna do fail seal or I'm gonna do the Witcher. But I already own the Witcher, so it's like one yeah. doesn't cost me any money, and the other one cost me thirty bucks. If it was on Game Pass, I would have done fail seal because I'm so ready to play a tactic style game. But the idea of that, it's okay that a game can you can sink a hundred hours into Stardew Valley or Minecraft or whatever. But it isn't overwhelming being like I have all this stuff that I need to do or. Yeah. It's just like you can do whatever you want, but you don't have to do and anything. And it's a pretty easy game to just take a break, like a week break from. And then when you come back, you're just like, that. this is just as fun as it was last time. I yeah, absolutely. I thought Spider-Man uh, nailed the open world. It was the perfect length and the perfect amount of side stuff. Yeah, that was the last big game I played that I had a ton of fun with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But even then, Spider-Man, you're not doing 100 hours. You're yeah. doing the 30-hour experience. Yep. I have been, I uh, tested out Westerado, thought I'd give that a go, which is, uh, it's an adult swim game, Mm -hmm. which is basically a retro spaghetti Western. And I got to say the music is fantastic. And usually when people take time on the music, it will just, uh, I'll try it out. I'll give it, you know, give it a go. And the game uh, starts out where your family is basically getting murdered <laughs> brother and uh, my brother. Yeah, yeah there's all of the uh all the dialogue is very southern and western and in its spelling and and everything but i don't know how to feel about this but my brother was like on his deathbed and he's like just put me out of my misery and i'm like okay and then he's like no really just put me i'm like yeah i will and i just shot my brother without any hesitation just pow in the game in the yeah 
Yeah, the game. Okay, <laughs> good, good, good. I, I agree with you. If I'm in a life or death situation, I've told my wife multiple times that t- if Total Recall happened, where it turns out his wife is a secret agent and you got to fight and kill your wife, I've told my wife all the time, I'll kill you in this <laughs> If I find out you're you a do, Russian you sleeper. You do tell her this, right? This is yeah, yeah. I'm like, if you're a Russian <laughs> sleeper agent, like one day I just say, you know, like, Chimichanga, or, and that turns get, her like that switches that turns the switch on. She tries to kill me, and I'm taking her out. Or get bitten by a zombie. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Like if it's a zombie, I mean you're no longer that yeah, person. Yeah. Yeah. You anymore. better believe. Yeah. I'm blowing your face off. Yeah. Granted, uh, in West Dorado, they're just pixels, so it didn't really phase me to just you know push RB and <laughs> pull the trigger. <laughs> but uh, the game's all right. It's it's fun. It's fun, but I didn't play it that long. And I must say, I probably spent about as much time just playing five card draw as I did playing the rest <laughs> of the game, and which I enjoyed. I don't know. I just had fun playing cards. Have you shown him the Kraken videos? No, I need to. Yeah, you. We should watch Kraken that. plays through. Oh, it's really? Re- yeah, it's really fun with Tomato. Yeah. That would be that would be a good experience. That's where the my you, bro- you, you my can, you can co-op it. Oh, and really? So, yeah, that would so, be a much better experience. Yeah, and so like him and Tomato are like brother. My brother <laughs> and Tomato had played the game before, yeah. So he kind of ha- like knows the beats, yeah. So yeah. like as you're trying to find your family's killer, like Kraken continuously wants to sh- shoot everyone. Yeah, he's, so like, it's him. he's got the hat. He's got to die. <laughs> Tomato's like, you don't want to do this, brother. You got to stop. He's, he's like, no, he it. killed my family. No, it's so funny because yeah. you're going through and you can just like accuse anybody. anybody. Yeah. You're just yeah. like. You're wearing a similar hat to the <laughs> one described. Yeah, exactly. Was it you? Yeah, yeah was exactly. it? And it's one of those games where you you can shoot anyone. Yeah, you can shoot in like it doesn't matter if they're important or not. <laughs> you can shoot anyone, and if you shoot someone in town, the rest of the town like, like hunts you down. Yeah, they try oh, to wow. go after yeah. you. Like tomato, tomato, like cry, green tomato tries to talk. Cry, like, cry, and if you kill them, we gotta kill everyone in town. We're not going to, and we're not going to do that. that. <laughs> He's like, we ain't gonna walk out of here alive. <laughs> you have to be sure. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great. It's really well done. That's awesome. I uh, I also played another game called uh war groove which is uh a tactics game from the same publisher that uh published stardew valley and it's it's a very cartoony um kind of very similar to like tactics advanced but in like a medieval setting so you've got um like archers foot soldiers and mages and things like that and it's really solid it's a fun game it's really cheesy like you're one of your commanders like that leads your armies is your dog and he's <laughs> dressed in armor and it's funny because like in the animations when you're like attacking somebody he's got two arches with them they shoot and the dog just like runs around in circles <laughs> doesn't do anything <laughs> that's, that's and, can you uh, pet the dog no no it's that's it's funny. a very it's a uh, very much just like you're just doing different tactic scenarios but uh they also like your uh, you have a few different commanders that you can play uh, as, and after you attack a certain amount of times, you get like a special ability pops up. And wh- how they described it was, "Oh, you're getting in your groove," and I'm your, like, your war groove." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh wow, you named your game this. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is absolutely terrible." Yeah, man, you just get in a groove sometimes. Yeah, you're killing people. Your That's war great. groove. Yeah, so. Basically, everything about the game is silly. They don't take it too seriously, but the mechanics are great. I, I actually... That's awesome. It had me coming back. I've, I've played it a few different sessions of it, and we'll probably keep playing it. Have you seen that Twitter bin, the Can You yeah. Pet the Dog? I, I follow it. In video games? Mm-hmm. 
So this this, this <laughs> thing on Twitter, it's like, can you pet the dog? And it's like different video games or movies or whatever. And it's like, can you pet the dog? And then like in certain video games, it's like in, you know, in Horizon Zero Dawn, cannot pet the dog. Or, <laughs> or in this game, can pet the in dog. In Horizon Zero Dawn, like it shows you like smashing dog looking things. To yeah. Pieces. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't pet the dog. You can't <laughs> pet the dog. And they've updated so you can, like it's different things. Like you can, you can pat the head of an eagle or something yeah it's yeah. In, in, involving any yeah it's really funny it's a it's a pretty funny follow on twitter i mm. i don't know if you guys have seen it but the western game where it's like stick figure drawings have you seen i think it's on game pass is it called westerado no <laughs> no, <laughs> no when you said when you it. said westerado i was like i was thinking it's of on game. switch i know that yeah but i it, i'm pretty sure it's on game pass okay. uh but it's really funny. Like the art may turn you off because it is just all like stick, stick figure kid drawings, but it is hilarious. Like the writing is really, really funny and it's a turn based RPG. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, I wonder if it's I from mean, the same people. I don't know if you guys seen this, but there was a famous uh, video that came out when I was in high school. So when we were in high school, um, that was somewhere over the rainbow, the rock version, but it was stick figure fighting. Um, I wonder if it, like, since then those people have gotten pretty famous and all they do is like stick figure videos and video games. So I, I, I know they made them. a, uh, medieval version of their, that game. That okay. was their first game. I, I got, I got to show you guys that video. That. It's really, it's <laughs> I'm pretty awesome. sure we've seen it, but, uh, have you seen it? <laughs> I've seen a lot of stick figure oh, fighting yeah, videos. I have too. Uh, what I've been Will? playing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just want to show the video. I've never heard a rock version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. So all of that is new to me. Uh, I started up Void Bastards. Oh, it was, cool. It was pretty fun. But it's, uh, I don't know. I have to be in the mood for a uh, roguelite. And it just didn't. First person shooters I love, but I love a linear first person shooter roguelikes they have to be a certain kind of game for me to enjoy like i i love the crap out of uh, binding of isaac because i like the the zelda dungeon kind of crawl with void bastards being in first person just didn't quite i i i, I love how it looks i love how it's like a comic book m- moving and the characters are hilarious but it just, you like the british accents yeah. you see what I and uh there was a video i sent you for the writer for Mox and Free, and it's the also interviewing uh, the woman who wrote for Void Bastards. So she wrote all the the silly dialogue oh, that enemies oh, really? say yeah. against you, mm-hmm. and she's also writing uh, uh, the Vampire Masquerade too. Oh, awesome! That's, that's great. That's pretty cool. And uh, you liked I, FTL though, right? I had a lot of people compare yeah. Void Bastards to FTL. I just never played FTL, so like and like I said, like there has to it has to be a certain way. Like FTL, it's like top it's a down. Sim management. It's a sim management. Yeah. Well, oh okay. It, I love first person shooters. I just don't like the combination of roguelike and first person shooters. It didn't quite click for me. And I also started up Kingdom, uh, New Lands, <laughs> and. Uh, Will made fun of me because he was we like, "We were there when this happened." Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna get addicted." I was like, "Yeah, right." And then several hours later, yeah, he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> this there game's for addictive. Uh, I, I think you caught the talent. Like, I got, I got the end of it. Like, I came home. He accident. He yeah. literally accidentally booted it up, and then he <laughs> just started messing around in it. And then Will was like, "Oh, you're gonna get addicted." And literally 
Will and I sat there for like 45 minutes watching it play. <laughs> and if it wasn't for the fact that we had a go, yeah. I don't know if he would have stopped. <laughs> yeah. And and I knew this because I had played it before. But yeah. still, oh, it's gosh. just like. Yeah, Ben and I played. Starting that also fresh. has a co-op option. They ac- accomplished something strange. Yeah. It is yeah. weird how addictive that is. Like you just you just keep going back left and right. You and know, that's it. my experience with gaming this week at least gives me the relief to know that I can like play a game and put it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to you, go you, all like, night. You pick the most addictive games yeah, ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, for your the time. games that you have picked are games that like it's that whole option of like oh I'll just do one, one more, more day. one more yeah, yeah. yeah. and then like it just keeps going yeah it, yeah with you jumping back in video games them being the kingdom and then fail seal Stardew and then Valley. Stardew Valley like all three of those games everybody who plays them always goes I sunk in an obscene amount of time yeah. into the like you have yeah. yet I you have yet to play a game or at least I don't know of a game where majority of the time people go like yep I went in you know, spent my couple hours and I got out and that was pretty cool. And I'm ready for the next one. Like you're picking games for like, there's no end almost yeah. to any of yeah. them. And it's just like, man, I could, I could keep going. I keep doing I know. this. I did just about everything I could in Fell Seal. I think there's one more achievement that I don't really care to get, but mm-hmm. I explored every possible thing I could do. Yeah. Um, One of the guys I follow, his name is Colin Moriarty. He came out and he's playing it and he put out a video and he's like, that's my game of the year. Yeah. Right now. And he's mm-hmm. like, I have a really hard time seeing something beat that. Because he's like, it's incredible. Yeah. After playing a few other strategy games, like even like Banner Saga, it reinforced just how good everything in that game works. That's awesome. How they captured that. Yeah. Uh, also started up Tyranny, which is uh, RPG heavy. From Obsidian. Yeah. Obs- Obsidian. Obs- oh, it sounded like you said Obsidian. No, Obsidian Entertainment. Obsidian, yeah. Where very, last week very, I talked about Pillars of Eternity. Pillars of Eternity, there. yep. Super heavy RPG, and it's very super heavy RPG, but so, it's fun. What, so, do you, what do you mean by that super heavy RPG? Like, like D&D heavy oh, okay. RPG. You like, manage a lot of stats, and it, you don't push a button to attack. It's, I... You know, I choose to attack. I hope I hit, and you kind of sit and wait with Very certain things, waiting for yeah, waiting for a spell yeah. to activate. Then you activate a spell, and you hope it is this. But like, you have to manage who you're fighting and Strategic figure out their stats, the and then what works against them. It's again, gotcha. it's it's D and D. But I uh, I heard it. The story's really cool with tyranny because you you're not a oh yeah the good first, guy, but the first like ten to twenty minutes of the game is just. Uh, setting up the world. So you go through these uh, different ages, not ages, uh, years where you're doing campaigns and you can choose one side or the other. And the one side is like rebel, like crazy, insane people. And the other side is like the, the army knight kind of people. And it's all under one army trying to take over. And you can decide you want to go the quote-unquote evil way or the the knight templar way yeah the the way it was and then you're dropped into the world as this character that has campaigned all throughout these years yeah the way it was explained to me is that um you're not this up-and-coming hero like in a lot of like rpgs or D or the guy who's meant to save the world is that there is a tyrannical leader and you're a person who works for him So you're kind of just doing your daily to day jobs. Hey, go do this, go do that. And within those moments, you get to choose 
do I want to be that evil guy or do I want to be merciful or do I want to? So you're like, you're working for the bad guy, but you can And sometimes the evil way is the better way. Like there's progressively. mm, It's very gray area in who's right or who's wrong. Uh, Which army is good, (laughs) which army is bad. It's really interesting how they work with that. Yeah, like there's a there's a moment, and this is in Pillars of Eternity, but like I, you get into an area and you meet this traveler, and he's really nice, and he's like, "Hey, watch out up north. There's a bear cave." He's like, "My friend was literally killed by that bear." He's like, "You know, like you could die if you go in there, so you know, be careful." And you're like, "Oh, that's nice," but you know, I'm me, so I'm gonna yeah. go up and kill the bear. And you go up and you try to kill the bear, and the bear wrecks you, <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh crap!" The bear kept killing me, kept killing me. You're like, "Okay, I gotta come back." And then I got a couple of buddies. That you, you find along the way and you go back, you kill the bear. But then while you're there, you use your special bow- power to communicate with the dead. And the, turns out it, the bear didn't kill his buddy. He killed his buddy and planted him within the bear area because he wanted to run away with his wife. So then you go Whoa. back into town and you confront him. You're like, hey, sucker, you killed your friend. Not cool. And you lied to me. But then the wife steps in and says, listen. That innocent bear had to die. <laughs> yeah, that bear, that innocent bear had to die. Uh, I got experience points. Uh, <laughs> and the wife steps in and goes, that guy was abusive. He beat me. He was never good to me. And then I met this dude who was a coworker. They weren't even really friends. And he's treated me nothing but nicely. And so you're in this yeah. area of like, you could choose to kill both of them. Like, hey, you, you know, you sentenced a man to die on your own volition. But at the same time, you're just like, well, if the guy was really a big dick and he beat you and like, I, you know, like I yeah. kind of get it. Do I let you go? Moral quandary. Yeah, exactly. Witcher 3 did a great job with that also. Like, it's not just, <laughs> it's not just good or evil. It's like there's gray areas. Did you it. beat Witcher 3? I got really far, but I didn't beat it. No. Um, and then my last one was uh, Moonlighter. Oh, was, oh, yeah. How is that? It's, it's pretty fun so far. Like you go, it's dungeon crawler and then. Uh, the items you get in the dungeon, if you don't die, you bring back and sell as a store manager. Is that that's the one that looks very like Zelda, yep. like yeah. I I just started downloading that as before we left. It, yeah, it's it. That game looks so cool. Like the idea of that, you start off where you want to be an adventurer, but then your parents are like, no, you got to stay home and help with the shop, and you help with the shop through all these years until unfortunately they pass away, and then like. You, then you do get that chance to redeem and be like, oh, I get to be an adventurer, but you still got to run the shop. Like, no more mom and dad. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it has a nice hook where you kind of want to keep going into the rooms to get more items to sell at the shops. But if you die, like it has a one lay, you get, you keep one layer of the items you have and everything else is lost. And I also heard that item and, management is very important. Yeah. As yeah. Well. Like, you can see everybody's, um, like if they like the prices you're selling it for or if they dislike it and you can change the prices and if you sell too many of that item, then devalues nobody the product. Yep, devalues it and nobody wants that product. Mm. It's an interesting. Supply and demand. Yep, supply and demand. And also at night, the monsters are stronger, but they have better items. So you can decide like when you go into the dungeon. It sounds like it could be a will game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It could be an interesting I, I just put like eight games in my queue before I left. <laughs> and I Is there I'm, one in particular you're excited about? I think I'm going to dive into Doom. Uh, I think I'm finally ready. See, that's, that. that's, that's the perfect game to just 
play and beat and yeah. then you're done. Yeah, and you don't yeah. even need to beat it. And honestly, you can play four hours of Doom and you get Doom. But with that yeah. being said, when you put in 16 hours into Doom, you're like, whoa, yeah. 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 I just, I haven't played a first person shooter in a while and I'm like super, like the moment I saw Doom Eternal, I'm like, oh, I think you're wow, literally, I gotta do that. you're about to play, I would say arguably the greatest first person shooter in a long time, if not yeah. ever. Just because of the fluidity and perfect yeah, dark zero. It's, it looks yeah. so fast. Perfect Dark Zero? Yeah. 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 Which is a third person shooter. <laughs> it's a first person shooter. Oh, it's a first person It's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's a first person shooter. Oh, people That's like Perfect bad. Dark though. Zero. zero. Uh, it's the Xbox 360. Oh, I have I am, however, I don't know. Are you talking about The Witcher 3? I might have to join you in uh, a parallel. Oh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I've, I've been spying that game for so long going hmm, hmm. Yeah. the dlcs are like legitimately games within themselves oh, re- oh and there's man. two of them yeah. but the world has such a deep lore i'm not even kidding you you're gonna lose hours of your life to just playing gwent which is the card game in it you're gonna really <laughs> like that card game like you were talking about oh i oh, played man. a bunch of five card draw in so... western this is on steroids yeah. like like people legitimately play the game and like all like, they do a is play Gwent. There's a standalone Gwent game. game now. There's a standalone Gwent game now, and there is that for a reason because well, the game is really cool. The card game in Final Fantasy VIII was in my honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Right on to our new section where news. we talk about the future of Xbox in the year two thousand. Yes. Twenty sixteen. 2016, 2016. 2016. Uh, take it away, Anthony. So recently, um, Phil Spencer was being interviewed uh, by CNET.com, um, and he was basically asked, they, were, they basically asked him, like, do you think this is going to be the last console, Project Scarlet, that's about to come out? And Spencer responds, and he says, honestly, I don't know. He's like, I've been around long enough to know that there have, there have been multiple this is the last generation that's not a new meme that comes out. When I look, even a world of streaming and xCloud, and let's say streaming of any other form of media that's out there, music, video, the number of compute devices around us hasn't gone down. It's gone up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're sitting here with a laptop and a tablet, typing on one, recording on the other, and a phone and a voice recorder. So I think this idea that as we become connected, the number of devices around us goes down isn't the truth that I see in my world today. So when we introduce streaming for us, which I think is the natural kind of thing to ask in this generation, hey, is this the last one? I think what I see is streaming is going to enable this high quality content to hit more screens around you. And I actually don't think that's going to lead to fewer screens around you. Different people will say different things on this, but the truth of the matter is, is that the best way for you to play a high fidelity video game for years is going to be with a local device. Well done, Anthony. Yes, good job. You did good at reading. Making making the screens the main focus. Uh, Thank thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I read that off a laptop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, and uh, it's it's interesting in that because he he has a lot of things he says in that whole article. That's that's it's a pretty long. Yeah, uh, that's really really cool. And one of the the big things is how he came out and said that their focus is one console. Uh, 
that because there's been speculation that, that there was going to be, be a lower yeah. powered one and a beefier one. Well, yeah. there there was two. There was yes. there was Project uh, Scarlet, and then there was Project Lazarus uh, and Lighthouse. No, Anaconda. Anaconda. That's yeah. right. And he came out and he said, "No, the Xbox One S all digital was the was the Anaconda." Or uh, not even just that. They actually had. Uh, I think it was Project Lighthouse. Uh, that was going to be another one that was going to be a only streaming. No, box. what it, what I'm saying is that he said that the lighthouse one was the one S all okay. along, and people were like, "No, that's not true. That was something else." But he came okay. out and said the one that everyone the said was going to be because he he came out and 1S. said that he they didn't go with that plan because of uh, Stadia. Yeah, um, Google Stadia was coming out, so they actually scrapped the whole project. Um, and are now just going with Project Scarlet as the single focus of the next. Because of yeah. Project X with the X Cloud. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. And I, another part in the article, and I think that's what we would, we kind of want to talk about a lot is the fact that he said um, they don't care about console sales, mm-hmm. uh, that it's software driven. And with the Game Pass and all of this, he was very specific about, uh, you know, if you don't get the next Xbox, if you don't buy Project Scarlet, uh, as long as you're in the Xbox community, so have an Xbox One X or you have Game Pass on PC, that's all he cares about. Like, he, as long as you're a part of the community, um, the the sales isn't a big so uh, you drive. you are correct in that it's not about the hardware, it's about the software. Yeah. However, with that being said, this was brought to my attention is that on PlayStation or Xbox or whatever, yeah. every game bought on Xbox, Microsoft gets 30% of the sale. Same thing with Sony. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's Sony published, yeah. Ubisoft published, whatever it is. Are you talking about through the Microsoft store or a physical copy of a Microsoft I don't game. know about physical copy. Well, I'm not so sure. with physical copy, they've already made their money because they usually sell it to like GameStop or Amazon. Yeah. They've already mm-hmm. sold that to yeah. them. So yeah. it's, I'm pretty sure it's through the store. If you buy something on the store, 30% of that goes to Microsoft or goes to Sony. And then the rest goes so, to Microsoft. So yeah, the, the, the thing was is that Ben has brought this up before. Microsoft should just focus on games, games. and not even yeah. do the console thing. And that The problem would be is that how much money would Microsoft be losing by no longer being able to get the 30% of the digital sales mm-hmm. of if they have a console, yeah. of if they brought Game Pass over to PlayStation, if someone bought something through Game Pass yeah. or bought something through that service, and even though they played it on PlayStation, could get it could Microsoft still get the 30% and not Sony? Because I think Microsoft, uh, there was rumors there not too long ago that they were like testing the waters on could they get the Master Chief collection on PlayStation? Yeah, like I don't my, think I don't think that's going to happen. No, there's, no, no, no. There's, they went to Steam. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I I see how many people are saying like, oh, we'll get Game Pass on PlayStation and Switch. It's like that's not going to happen for that reason. And he specifically said the Xbox ecosystem. I could see it happening with Switch, but not not PlayStation. I think if 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 with if, how much Nintendo takes out of things, I don't. I think I if Phil that. had his choice, he would yeah. put it on everything. Yes, I think he would. Yeah. It's just again, it's sometimes it's no, it's always yeah. about the bottom line. Yeah. But mainly that, the games. Yeah, they'd be putting on. It looks places. to me like Xbox is going in a lot of different directions. Like there seems to be themes that everybody's trying to figure out right now. Yeah. And 
What he said is that the console is not profitable to sell hardware. Yeah. And he also hinted at saying, think of it like a PC. And I'm kind of wondering if they're uh, making it so that you have different interchangeable parts like you would with a with a PC to be able to upgrade your base system rather than selling different packages. Um, but also what I see in other things is it's kind of like, uh, you know, they came out with um, the, the Xbox X, right? One X, yeah. Yeah, which is basically just for hardcore gamers to experience kind of the elite level of gaming. And it almost seems like that's where we're at is like everything, like you can play all the games possibly on this generation of Xbox that you could on on the what it, on Scarlet, but you might not get the same quality. So I think yeah. that that mm-hmm. seems to be the theme over and over again is like you have you have to have a console because that's where the majority of the populace is familiar with, mm-hmm. and and most people even still just aren't completely comfortable with digital. Obviously, that's the future. That's where we're going, but there. With if you're ju- just doing like cloud-based gaming, you are relying so heavily on things that are outside of people's control, and that's what makes me really nervous about yeah. it. And I may be wrong in thinking this, but I know Andrew's brought this up before. It's it is a base console you're going to buy, and then you eventually will be able to buy the upgrade parts of it. So the couple reasons why, like, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, I've had that theory for the past. Yeah, like, you've had yeah, it for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. Like this, yeah. like you're one of the earliest people I ever say that. The only reason why I've been hesitant about it now and even more hesitant about it or hesitant about it before and even more hesitant about it now is the idea and the amount of push Sony and Microsoft get when they release a new console. Like the big hype around Xbox 360 coming out and then when the new Xbox one, like that every five years or so, mm-hmm. what's the next big console that comes out and how big of a push that is. Like people like next year's E three, people are so or not well, not already, just at this, E3. This year's E three, they they had nothing to show and they still talked about it. Yeah, lot exactly. It. Because they know that's what people like people are excited about the next mm-hmm. big thing. Where you bring up that the reason why some people don't jump into PC and they're excited about the console thing is they buy it, they have it, and then that's what they play their games on. Mm-hmm. Where if there was almost two options, you know, and he said he didn't want to do the two options because it splits the base of that with your run of the mill gamer, not even necessarily us in this room or even people listening to this podcast is your run of the mill gamer who plays a couple of games. Call here, of Duty this or that. Madden. Yeah. Call yeah. of Duty Madden. Are those people going to know how to, or make sense for them to even know that, Hey, there's this new upgraded yeah. thing that I'm going to buy as opposed to those are the people you can be like, Hey, there's a new Xbox. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they throw the four, four or five hundred dollars, and then just get the new console, and then get their same games. Well, on it. the so the reason why I think that they might go this route is because if they, if it's not profitable to sell consoles, it might be to sell parts. Like you won't have to design and, an entire whole new package. But I don't know. When it comes to manufacturing, sometimes it's cheaper to just to make a new one than to. Well, and the so the, it, the person that I. Learned all this from was Phil Spencer. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's, he's talked come, about he's it. He's come out and said that that is what he wants it to become. Um, and it's more parts. of it's not it's not that you you put the parts in yourself. You actually send in your Xbox and then they upgrade it for you. Like that, he, oh, really? he talked about that. He talked about see, yeah, again, that's um, like I think I again I don't think that's he, bad. And, and I would he be comes, open to he it. He has come out and said that the people that don't want to do that, that's okay. 
Yeah. He's like, he he even brought up the fact he's like, you'll be able to play the same games on the Xbox One X as the Project Scarlet. It's just that your games are going to run better on the Project Scarlet, and so your experience won't be the same. He he compared it to PCs directly. So this is my again my problem with yeah. it. The whole reason why I don't get into PC is because yeah. I don't want to have to deal with a, I need a new Titan AE yeah. graphics well, card. I don't, or I gotta I download this driver. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It's going to be Microsoft, just like how they made a new processor with AMD. Of they have this new upgrade that's only through Microsoft. You don't have to go and research a brand new upgrade component. It's like this is the next part. Oh, of Oh yeah, this. and you're not and you're you not can, putting it in. You send it to yeah. it. But again, the idea of that. Okay, now I got to send it to them and they get it back. And yeah. I play these incremental upgrades to keep doing that. Even that again. Personally, I think, and I'm just guessing. More often than not, with consumers, if they can just buy one thing, yeah. and that's it. It, it makes them like there's the happiness of just the ease brevity of it as yeah. opposed to I don't know how you market. Yeah, absolutely. Come that, at oh, me like, uh, yeah, I, I, hey, yeah. every year send it to us and now we put a the, new upgrade. Well, see, the, that is not for the average gamer. Like the True. base system is going to cover the Madden Call of Duty players. Yeah. This is for like the Xbox X isn't for everybody. That's for people yeah. that are super yeah. serious. About so unfortunately gaming. it probably won't cover Call of Duty players just because of how important frame rate is. And the fact that you would need the highest power ability to play at the highest. And frame I would well, say those so, people would be the ones that would. Yeah, yeah no, no, totally. But I was I, just yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. mentioning with yeah. specifically Call of Duty, yeah. but yes, your Madden, your yeah. Forza, your basketball. What, your well, this, what I've been saying another. is that what, what you're sacrificing is not frame rate. It's resolution. And so you just the, the 4K and 8K eventually. Yeah. yeah. But eventually we're going to get to a point where you're going to be able to play 4K at 120 frames yeah. or 8K mm-hmm. at 60. But that's that's what I'm saying is that to get it at 120 <laughs> to get it at 120 you're going to have to have yeah. the then the greatest the newest and greatest sure. And that and I just meant specifically with Call of Duty just because that requires so Absolutely. much on frame rate. But you are correct. You're mad in player your bat your nba 2k your four probably still be playing on yeah they, they could yeah they could they, care less yeah you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying they're like okay whatever does the game play better you know what i'm saying i don't care what the frame rate is and and i think this next generation will be interesting in the fact that there'll be games that i don't know how it's going to work yet but i imagine like you buy a ps a quote-unquote ps4 game but it'll play on your ps5 yeah well yeah I think backwards compatibility like, yeah. will never yeah. not be a thing. But, but it'll be like a weird backwards compatibility where I don't think it'll be like, say, the the game, if you buy a physical copy, it'll say PS4. Like, it'll just say PlayStation. PlayStation. And hmm. you'll put it... Because of the fact that, like, uh, Final Fantasy VII, if this is going to be like a three-game series, but it's starting on the four, like, it would make more sense that each one could be playable on yeah. either console. Yeah, the I feature think ones are probably... Well, and they, the they came out and said that it's backwards compatible. Yeah, but yeah. You, I think yeah. you're even more on it because a lot of these big games that are come out in 2020, early 2020, things like Watch Dogs or things like Cyberpunk or all these other games that you're just like, oh, really? They're not, gonna next, have to- they're not main next gen? The idea of that when that next gen comes out, how much of advancement in it'll, those games there will be? It'll be, be on so nice new. for people not to have to buy two copies of the same yeah. game. Yes, just and, because they could buy a new console. And that was he said uh, when this next thing launches that you will be able to play every Xbox Xbox 360 and Xbox One X game that is currently playable 
or Xbox One game of on this console. So like, this is how Xbox wins the next console quote unquote wars yeah. is their ability to play everything. Because PlayStation lost it with PS1 and PS3 that there's talks on the hardest emulator that you can find and run is PS3. Just because of how it was was put together and how it was run. And now PS5, when it comes out, if their reliability is now on PS Now Mm -hmm. for PS1 and this, that, and another, but you can't just put the discs anymore, that's where Xbox goes, nope. We, you got your Xbox game still. You got your 360 and game still. Even, you can still put in the discs and yeah. you're good to hmm. go. And what's even crazier in that is they went, oh, and some of them we essentially kind of remastered. Like we updated the the resolution and the like frame rate. Yeah. When and, you when you find games on the store now, 360 yeah. games, it will say Xbox One Enhanced. Yeah. And you can play games at up res frame rate and that graphic. You don't have ability. to buy a new rate remastered game for it. Like you can just pop in your old disc and it's it's up res. Yeah. I think it's really hard to tell at this point because really Xbox is the only one we really know much about. Like PS5 hasn't. I well, mean, they, they've, they've, they've released they, a bunch. Yeah. Of, we know the statistics on PS. Yeah, I mean, it, they didn't even release that. And, PS5, and they've they've they, announced like the compatibility all the way down to PS1. I don't know if that was referring to digital or physical uh but there will be compatibility well there. you can play ps1 games on the ps4 right now okay but it's digital you have to, you have to yeah you have to everything with playstation now is digital you and can't i mean put in a ps3 or ps2 disc in a ps4 i see play. is it like the entire ps1 library or is it just like no, titles and, like, and even titles. even the xbox one and or the xbox and 360 games is select as well it's select yeah. titles but um, he was saying that when yeah. it comes out you're gonna like everything's open yeah, yeah. uh and that's also news I heard is that the the fact that the PS5 is um, more powerful than the Scarlet is actually false. That the, oh, there, really? are, there are people with dev kits and yeah. they're saying that is not. That I is read not that because as well. I heard Andrew Reiner who's talked to these devs who have said. Yeah, he, he actually that, came out and apologized. Like he's oh, like, okay. it was rumors. Like that's what I had at the time. And mm. yeah, there was a person that. Good. Blew up at him. Like uh, I, that person was stupid and unjust in what they were trying to say but uh no there have been devs that come as like nope that's not the case we've we got both of them and both i think i think microsoft knows i think sony has similar i think they're i think they're they're going to be more similar when xbox started talking about the solid state i was like oh this sounds exactly like a ps5 but what's even crazier is after they announced that they have a the a with amd that that they're making out their own processor amd stock exploded mm. like oh, it really? shot up it's, yeah they're, they're making that for the the project scarlet oh really okay yeah. microsoft has done everything since they fell on their face and they brought phil spencer yeah. back all they like they've only done nothing but been on the rise whereas opposed to playstation has for their mechanics yes yeah. for their mechanics their games their are still games left are wanting still, i agree yeah, yep. where playstation has the done none games. of that they've just doubled down on what they're good at and they allowed their software to speak for it. But as a company, like PlayStation, like when they talk about the PlayStation 4, like you just now were able to change your PSN name. So like PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation itself hasn't done anything. Like they're just sitting quiet not doing stuff. They were working on that, but that took a lot of years because they, instead of what Microsoft did, uh, making the name connect to the account, PlayStation it was a three it was the the start of the 
the PlayStation Network, Network yeah. and they didn't know how to make make it, and they connected the name to like your name was what got you achievements and trophies and stuff. Yeah, and I don't know. If that's I, what what screwed it over a lot. Yeah, I don't know if Xbox is ever gonna be bigger than PlayStation because their best chance was 360. And but, they did. Uh, yeah, until, if you go and you look at it now, PlayStation yeah. 3 outsold Xbox oh, yeah. 360. No, I'm, I'm but that's that what I'm saying. Were, like, I agree were, with you. People look at yeah. back at that console generation as a 360 win, yeah. but more PlayStations were sold. So yeah. what I'm saying is, like, I don't know if Xbox will ever outsell PlayStation, but they, they may be they, in... They, they're, like, good graces with a lot of people. Yes, and yeah. that's Especially what I think they're going they're to They're winning over so many PC players. Yeah. It's, it's looking very strong right now, but I think part of that is because we don't like just ps5 we don't know when it's coming out and xbox Next is gonna have year, the early yeah i think it's i think we all we expect holiday uh, yeah fall holiday yeah. but uh the uh xbox is getting kind of the early run and everything looks really good but it's early it's possible run yeah it's possible of. that ps5 will have kind of the long-term win depending again, on what they do again how it was handled like playstation 5 yeah. and its specs was released before the scarlet and but not, not shown just talked about yeah see and then that was shown the weird at a thing. special conference where they showed how spider-man ps marvel spider-man on ps4 they showed a side by side of it loading for about a like four seconds, if four, that. It was like, it was like 40, 40, seconds, 40 yeah. seconds to 50 yeah. seconds on the PS4. And then on the PS5, it was just, it was, it was like instant. Yeah. They, so, one of the things that people have discovered is that they have a patent on a solid state drive. Yeah, they designed yeah. it their own. Yeah. Which is, so the, uh, I read an article that gave like two very key words about the PS5, and that was, uh, immersive and seamless so seamless meaning no load no load times and immersive they've put a lot of attention into their sound technology and mm-hmm. it's kind of been compared to like dolby atmos which That's, sounds really cool a lot of people look over it when the facts came out but their 3d auto techno audio technology is that on a stereo tv you can get the experience of a surround sound system Wow, that's really, really? Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know that they've brought Dolby Atmos to the the Xbox One. And is on there. Yeah, it is, okay. but you have to download an app and you the, have to buy it. I have things it, have to be yeah. backwards compatible. I mean not yeah. backwards, it has to be compatible with Dolby Atmos. Yeah. So I'd maybe out of line with this. I don't know if you guys would agree with this, but I would argue that most quote unquote hardcore gamers play games with headphones on. Yeah, so the and that's kind of what, what I read the sound was really yeah, designed Yeah, and that's for. what it's designed for, is that when you have a, some headphones on, if you can get killer sound, like... And like, they, they bought Wise, which if you play any video game and you see Wise, that's now a Sony-owned property. And that's... Hmm. I think they're working really, uh, really hard with this company to create this new sound system. Yeah. The, the most exciting thing about this next generation is it feels like all three companies are firing on all single cylinders yes. right now. They, for, for their own for They sections. all know what they want <laughs> yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's the, I think that's what's cool. And With Switch and where yeah. Xbox has recovered and then yeah. with how PlayStation has been with PlayStation 4 and their games, it's just like they out. all seem like they know what they want to do and how they're going to do it and that this next generation is going to be a, uh, a like a pick of a pick of the bundle kind of a like no choice will be the wrong choice it will now truly mm-hmm. be 
yeah. pick how you want to play as opposed yeah. to before, like with PS3, Xbox 360, it's like, this is cheaper. A lot of people are going on here. It's just like 360 had the upper hand in that point or, you know, the Wii people like the motion controls. Like there's always been some sort of gimmick or some sort of thing that has caused one console to be better than the others. And Nintendo like, is still just doing what Nintendo yeah, does. They yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think their well, the, next The upgrade, Wii U was obviously like hated on by everybody. Yeah. So I think the, the next, Next gen Nintendo will just be an upgrade to the Switch. Which oh, most there's definitely, there's yeah. rumors out right now yeah. that it's called the Switch Two and it's Switch Two Mini and it is only a handheld. So it is a replacement. I don't think they could do that. I I, I don't a replacement of the 3DS. I don't think uh, they'll do that. I don't think but... so. They just came out and said once again they're like nope. Just are, because of the Joy Cons, not canceling the 3DS the joy, anytime soon is what they can. The Joy Cons well, are so important to be able to take off. I don't think it'll be just a. No, I got you. And I, just, I literally just read an article, and it was yeah. from a yeah. day ago where yeah. the, the people said like they've seen some of the stuff and that they're going to update a Switch. I'm not saying this is like oh here's our new console, yeah, yeah. but it's going to be a new choice mm-hmm. where you can have like a switch that's always on the go, but the screen is updated is now OLED and it runs at 1080p as opposed to handheld mode right now. A switch is 720. So now giving people the ability that they don't have to connect it to a dock and play on their TV. It is only always on the go and it's a little bit smaller and compactor and a little bit sell it without the dock because the dock's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So a little bit cheaper in the, the console war, so to speak, kind of one of the biggest determining factors is exclusive titles and do you think that that things are going to remain exclusive or is that kind of like an exclusive for a while and then cross-platform later? Do for you play, see that for kind PlayStation, of it's going to be exclusive only. Really? Um, they're, it, that's been one of their big things. I, Except for Final Fantasy VII. That's, that's what weird. I heard. They because say, like, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Where it says it's like, first on PlayStation, first on PlayStation 4. That's but all they, they, don't, they don't say any other yeah. console, but they just say. Yeah. And they don't really have another one. To launch it on like the Vita. Well, not. so that's that could be another thing. They said first on PlayStation Four, oh, maybe meaning oh, that PlayStation, PlayStation 5. Five coming okay. out, and that, that might make sense. It'll maybe. come to that. It could later. maybe maybe yeah. could be. I just think if you're Sony, the amount of money you would make if you can release Final Fantasy, I don't know how you run it on a Switch, but on a Switch on an Xbox would just be bulo bucks. As opposed, to... I don't know how much money Sony is making off of. I I I don't think they're publishing it. It is a it is a Square Enix game that the only money they'll make is the titles. That's a good point. Made yeah. how much money do they have to pay to keep it PlayStation exclusive? Uh, probably a ton. That's that's where yeah. like if you're Square Enix, because fine, I replace yeah. Sony with Square. Enix, how much money they would make? Bulo bucks there, whereas opposed to like you look at the last God of War, people really really enjoyed that. God of War sold it was like three four million. Wasn't no, it was like thirteen to sixteen million, oh, okay. which is really really good but like you compare it to a call of duty like call of duty is was having a down year last year and they still sold like 40 or 50 million copies you know what i'm saying so like really really good on a play on a exclusive on an exclusive is like 15 to 20 million exclusives they get the backing to make their next game by the companies that's the only only difference and the thing with sony is that their catalog right now of studios that already have established good products is so deep and so well yeah. put together that they can literally rely on their loyalists just lay back and be like we're good to go as opposed to microsoft like even with gears 5 like coalition is really new and 343 is really new and 
Like they don't have like a studio that has a ton of games that they, they relied on. They've been around. They for. haven't had a huge hit yet. They mm. really need one. And yeah. I, I'm hoping with all the acquisitions that they eventually like, do. Yeah. But like right Ninja now, Theory and Double Fine. Like they've acquired a lot of really good studios that have put out good games. That what do you mean they haven't had a hit yet? They haven't like, had a like game the Xbox like one. PlayStation. Well, no, Xbox One hasn't had a hit. Yet. What was yeah, the last? I can't right now. Oh, I'm trying to yeah. think. What was the last Xbox One exclusive that was like even on par? With a Horizon Zero Dawn, a God of War, Spider Man, and Uncharted Four, it like, didn't honestly, sell. It didn't sell as well, but I would, I would probably say uh, Quantum Break and uh, Sunset, Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. See, for me, I'm gonna go Halo Two. I think legitimately yeah, the last incredible exclusive to Xbox that people loved and talked about. Halo three, Halo two, Halo three sold. Halo no, yeah, yeah. Halo three, yeah. I think uh, that's a good, that's a good point. Halo but. three, ha- even <clears throat> Halo Reach, I would say maybe. Did, yeah, Halo Reach did the new God of War thing where it just changed um, some things, but but that's what I'm saying is that it's few and far between. Where literally, like in the last yeah, like two years, you can name like four or five of them yeah. for PlayStation. Yeah, like yeah. that's the thing with Xbox is and that, even the the smaller hits are now becoming bigger hits like days gone is selling ridiculous and everybody hated it at first yeah because once it's passionate because the game apparently is really good so the the craziest thing about days gone and i I remembered it but i forgot the people who did world war z um Mm -hmm. which apparently is a really really game good game people like a lot saber interactive actually approached sony bin and said hey we want to do a multiplayer for your game and they said no kick rocks and like could you imagine because World War Z is very well received right now. People yeah. are like, this game is really, really cool. It's a ton of fun. Just imagine if that, like World War Z, World War yeah. Z can be played on any platform right now. Well, it can be played on PlayStation, PC, Xbox. But if Sony Ben would have been like, yes. And that would have been another thing where people would have been like, oh, holy crap, Days Gone. This multiplayer is freaking insane and awesome. And it's only on PlayStation. So like, do you think that the like, PS5 or P- PlayStation has all of these exclusive smash hits where Xbox doesn't. Do you think that's why Xbox is like super willing to play ball with the compatibility? Oh, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 They are they are picking up because they failed so much on the Xbox 1. Which so they kind of look like the good guys in that yes. case, yep. but mm-hmm. they also have the least amount to lose yeah. in that Which deal. it would be an interesting interesting world to live in if it was the roles were reversed. Let's say PlayStation yeah. 4, like they came out and they did stuff and people were like, oh, this is awful. And Xbox One knocked it out of the park. Would we be living <laughs> in a world where backwards compatibility it's, was a big, huge thing? Or? It's, well, it's and back and forth because the, beginning the 360, of the 360 they, was that way. They were, yeah, yeah that way. And then uh, Xbox One, they're like, we can do no wrong. We're top of the top. We're making this console like this way. And everybody hated it. Yeah. yeah. I as long as Phil when Spencer. The, when the PS. For three first came out, a lot of people hated it. Like uh, the it was, oh, it was giant. 600, it was six hundred bucks. Six hundred bucks. It was huge. The heated. The it overheated. The the storage capacity <laughs> was super low. It could do backwards compatibility with PS2 games. Yes, and that was the coolest thing about it. Mm. The exclusives that launched with it were not good. Um, and it was like I remember even Ben was like. I don't want to touch this at all. It wasn't until really Uncharted. Uh, no, uh, Metal Gear 5. Metal Gear 5 came out where it was like, okay, this is the first game. And four. that was that was four. like... No, four. Yeah, Metal Gear 4. four. Metal Gear yeah. That was like three 
year, three or After, four years yep. into the console's I, life. My first PS3 yeah. was a slim. By that yeah. time, by that time, they no All longer the sold the backwards compatibility. Yeah. It became yeah. a rare, like a collector's item to have the backwards oh, okay. compatible PS3. Which, um, as long as Phil Spencer is the head of Xbox, I don't know if they ever go back to we're on top we're the king yeah. of the castle like i think phil spencer is just cut because that's a not where he is yeah. that he's about like i honestly believe that if it was phil spencer's choice that he would not have an xbox console and he would do everything in his power to let everyone everywhere play as much games as they possibly and they're, could they're in the easiest a, possible xbox way is just a publisher yeah. yeah so the other thing i read about playstation was that they have a patent on a uh cloud service yes and they guy kai they yeah. kind of do but now they're teaming up with microsoft for their for, for cloud okay so i mean do you guys see cloud gaming as the absolute uh kind of future or do you which think- is the last contender google stadia right which is just cloud which it's in my opinion it's just it's too soon i don't know who yeah. it's yeah. for i don't well th- this i think this will be a training ground where we'll see how it goes mm-hmm. i i think we're gonna get a lot of great stuff out of it yeah but not from google stadia <laughs> it's just like everything mm-hmm. coming out it, out I mean, after it, it might maybe no you're right maybe google well there won't be a google stadia too maybe they will but i think a lot of people are gonna go how does stadia do things okay they did this wrong and let them figure it out because google can eat the cash and then now when we release our things it won't have the bumps and scratches that and the stadia people that don't really care about the biggest graphics is like wait i can just take this controller with me to a hotel and hook up to the wi-fi and it's it plays and i can play to my be game able to play so when i first kind of read about the stadia you know i was like well i mean it sounds like a bad idea to me but i'm like well google's like the most innovative you know company in the world they probably are one of the most they probably have a lot of data to support like this idea and then you know, it kind of reminded me of a of a thing I thought was going to like overrun Facebook called Google Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, Google Plus, yeah. the, the Google, the glasses. But Glass, but here's yeah, the thing: Google, Google is quick to get off the things yeah. that don't work, yeah. but they're not afraid to take chances. Yeah. Um, also, Only Google Fiber would go places. Yeah, I that's so that's the it. thing is that yeah, ten like legitimately ten years from now. Streaming is probably going to be the way almost everybody plays it, things. The thing that is really difficult is all of the the throttling and stuff yep, going mm-hmm. on with the internet because it's completely the reliant on providers. that. I I found like a, a chart of like what your uh, not your frame rate, well your frame rate and your resolution would be based on like your internet speed. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's test out my internet speed and see where I'm at. And I'm like, I can't even play in 1080p on a Google Stadia with, with the uh, yeah. internet speed in my room. And yeah. Well, your guys' internet sucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's but, where... I mean, well, it's we're a, probably the wi- not the only one. Wi-Fi wi-fi is, yeah, sucks, no, yeah, yeah, your Wi-Fi isn't. And that's what's interesting about what... Like, when Microsoft first came out with, like, Crackdown of what they want to do with the cloud is it doesn't run the game, but it runs the backward, the background stuff of the game. And that's how mm-hmm. I feel like so, the next Xbox will be. Yeah. Like the machine will... It, uh, they explained it where your machine is kind of like a hotspot. Yeah. Where it'll be running from that 
the machine Ooh. will create yeah 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 will create the uh, so then you can like go on your pc and it'll have your uh, xbox something. app and then you yeah. can play your stuff there you can yeah so they would essentially almost have like their own network and own and their their parts they said are cutting down on like latency so it'll be smoother okay yeah like where where like stadia the latency is all in the connection this will like half half the latency will be running from the xbox and then the other is the xbox servers how how much does the uh controller cost for because it's not expensive it's, well, it's like ten bucks a month. I know, but is there anything else required I think the to get? Consoles like a hundred dollars, hundred and thirty dollars. Well, they had like the a, no, no, no. a package, yeah, yeah. but I don't. It, it's it's just HD Chrome. Cast. Okay, it's, it's, yeah, it's just the Chromecast and the and controller. I think the controller is like sixty bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think if you paid like a hundred and thirty dollars at the start, it's like you yeah you, you get, get all like, that. The, so the, the like the like pro the and then you get the Founders pack. Edition and you get the controller. And you Even that's not that expensive. I mean, no. compared to you know three four hundred dollar console, uh, you have to buy the Founders Pack to be able to play four uh, K. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah. it, but if you want it for free, the free version can go up to ten eighty. Yeah. yeah, I I guess in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's one hundred thirty bucks, or I can spend four or five hundred on something I know is gonna work and I know is gonna be here for years to come so the way i look at it is cable tv like how many people still have cable tv (laughs) right even though like streaming is big and it's a great option is it's still hampered by the fact of a internet connections and then b like even broadcast football people are now just trying to like legitimately like 1080p has been around for a while but like football just now started broadcasting 1080p for the longest time it was still 1080i or 720 even though you're on a 1080p, your resolution was 1080, what it was shooting to your screen was still 720, like being up kind of a thing. So the idea of like watching sports, specifically sports is the way you're going to be able to watch other TV in 4K, but watching sports in 4K is still really far down the road. Yeah. Like we're going to be in the 8K TV era before we get 4K sports. Yeah, and I guess you could say the uh, the gaming crowd is a little probably more on the early adopting side than Agreed. than a sports watcher. Yeah. But even within the gaming community, I think you still have a lot of the people that are just going to be like, I'm now on Xbox, PlayStation. I know what that is. That's yeah. where I'm going to be. And uh, on top of that, <clears throat> there are so many people that were saying Microsoft is shooting themselves in the foot for bring game pass to pc because they're like well then why do i get an xbox and it's like oh, well they just sold all of their stuff yeah. in one package yeah it's yeah. brilliant but not even just that but you look at it and now all those pc, PC like players the, are buying the pass yeah and the hardcore pc players the ones that are saying this don't understand that if you give me a console for 400 bucks and you say just give me 400 bucks and you got this everything comes with it you're like cool I have a TV I can hook it up to or hey find out all the components and we'll build a like mid-tier PC yeah. for 700 and then you also have to buy the monitor, the keyboard, yeah. the mouse. It's and it's like all of that is a lot more on the consumer of like yeah, I'm just going to buy an Xbox. Yeah, it's it's like when I looked into getting a PC because there's a lot of games I want to play on PC yeah. is that I can spend, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars on that high end PC that's already put together, or you can spend significantly less and try to build it yourself. But it's like 
I don't want to take that chance of dumping that much money and try to build it myself when I'm almost more, like you said, I'm almost, I'm just more willing to pay the extra hundreds of dollars just to get the pre-made thing, just so I know That's it's true. put yeah, together I, by I experts. Latest. I was building them, but this last one is like, I have the money and I just do not want to have the headache of putting this together. Yeah. Well, and I mean, this the service is not meant to convert people to the PC. It's yeah. like you're getting five dollars more out of somebody who's just mm-hmm. a double gamer you know like yeah. that is huge it's a five brilliant idea like an agent yeah. like and then you're gamer. also selling yeah, double gamer uh just automatically selling a gold subscription because it still works out to be like 60 it's, bucks it a is year. 60 bucks yeah a month. So, it, it works out to 60 bucks yeah a month. so you're really you're just you're getting five dollars more out of people than you normally would yeah. and Honestly, it's the way I see with the AMC, the AMC Movie Pass, like mm. with the A stuff that we do, where it's twenty two bucks a month. It's so good. Where, <laughs> where do you see the prices of tickets now? They're like fourteen bucks. No, they're six bucks. Oh, what? Yes, I just went to the movie today. It was six dollars. Uh, and then they it's it's a, uh, what's the word? Before matinee. The matinee. Matinee. Okay, that's it. But no, they had because a sign. They they're, had a sign like out. like 14, 15 bucks still each ticket. Yeah, I went to... Later, after matinee. The other... Oh. I just went to Because if you go, if you buy, like, if you pick the ticket, it still shows you the price, the price. that it would be, and it's still like 14 Toy 50. Story 4 was $14. So when I went to there, maybe it was matinee. I did go at 1130, and, I was, and when I looked at it, it was like 549 But when I got there, they had a big sign that said, adults, 549 kids, 449 Wow. 65 plus 449 and i didn't look at it extensively so it could have said hey matinee and only of everything like that but the idea of that or even put it this way let's say you get a person who watches you know more often than not not everyone's gonna watch the three movies a week i don't know who's doing that but let's say you watch (laughs) but but honestly like in that month that you got it you you watch what like eight movies Mm-hmm. which is an average of two movies a week, which is still a, a ton, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at that, you know, six bucks a pop, that's... Uh, if you go matinee. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. If you go matinee, the idea is that this person is paying 22 bucks every month. They're probably not even going to see three movies in that month. And that's even if their they, idea. And yeah. even if they did, they're going to feel like they can spend money on uh, concessions mm-hmm. and this, that, and another, and that, the people who aren't going to give me the twenty-two bucks are going to give me the fourteen bucks a ticket, and if they see two movies that month, they're paying more than an eight stub thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're still like the idea of with this Xbox Gold is like, you know, this person maybe they wouldn't have given us the sixty bucks for the for the gold a year. Maybe they're all trying to get the deals, but now they're on the fifteen bucks a month. I'm going to get sixty dollars out of that person. No longer is this person every couple of months going like, I have the one dollar deal for three months of gold. I have the you know, five dollar deal for a month of gold, and they're like they're losing money in that way, mm-hmm. as opposed to it's like oh, fifteen bucks a month, heck yeah! And now they're actually extrapolating sixty bucks out of people. Not only that, but you possibly just enticed a PC gamer to get into mm-hmm. your system and yep. try out the console stuff. And, and really, that's Phil Spencer's whole goal is just yeah. to get you into the Xbox ecosystem. And this is a fantastic, brilliant idea to do that. And the and the thing that subscription services do is it makes you say free. Like when I go to see a movie on A Stub, I'm like, I'm seeing this movie for free. I'm paying 22 bucks a month, but I'm seeing it for free. Same yeah, thing with Game seeing Pass. Seeing a movie on Netflix or playing a game. Yeah, on we, game yeah. Pass. When we when we talk about Game Pass, hey, it was free. Jeez. Not really, but 
the thing and the thing with Game Pass that I've discovered is like games don't always stay. You know, yeah. they go away. But Except if I for, downloaded it, I still have so, access yeah. to all the games that are no longer on, yeah. on Game Pass. And that kind of blows my mind. Like I just got I just I own this game now and I paid next to nothing for it, you know? Yeah. And that yeah. That I think and that's, that's always been that way with gold it. too. Yeah, like the yeah. once a month games thing. Games of gold. Yeah, yeah, games of gold. You get it that one month for free if you download Those are usually it. Pretty terrible. Then it stays. Yeah. But it, the thing is, when it they, stays in your library when it forever. First, it's when true. it was first happening, it, they were actually pretty good. Game Pass has really affected it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> there's a ton of great games on Game Pass, and so it's like these are just. I can see the games with gold going away, um, soon. Yeah, um, just because. Yeah, well, or just uh, they could just continue to yeah. put they, out drivel. It, well, if they, you know, get some good games, they could put it. Or they, or they legitimately <laughs> just put games that are in Game Pass for games for gold. Yeah. So think, then it's the people who don't have Game Pass but have yeah. gold now they can play it. But people with Game I'm Pass, I'm just are thinking like, oh, with I already like fifteen dollar a month thing. I can see them just getting rid maybe of games it's possible of just going. The only reason why they don't is the people who still pay for gold but don't have Game Pass, which are the insane people. no no i agree <laughs> no i told i agree with you yeah yeah well, that's the the future of consoles yeah and uh i didn't write it down but uh where can you find us at nerd weekly <laughs> at nerd weekly cast on twitter is it cast yeah nerd okay, weekly on cast on twitter nerd weekly podcast on instagram nerd weekly on facebook nerd.weekly.forever at gmail.com if uh, you, you want to send us an that. email I got you. <laughs> we got a we got a comic book podcast on Tuesdays, Origins Adaptations with Andrew and Cody, and on Thursdays we have a film podcast where we're going over. What are we going over? I don't know. We'll, you'll find out. Memento. Moment. Memento. Uh, Uno I'm, momento. Uno I, momento. The uh, Christopher Nolan Guy Pierce. Perfection movie. magic movie. Uh, I'm at Nomaco Two on Twitter. At Willie B Snazzy on Instagram. I'm at underscore Anthony underscore Rod on Twitter. You could I, email me if you'd like. I'm <laughs> Bearded Cooper on Instagram. This has been a ride. Yeah! Yeah!